Thank you for listening to Mystic Stew. I'm your host, David Hensel. I am a spiritual medium. And today I'm going to be talking about my alien adventures, a few of them, and see if you can relate to any of this. And if you do, stay tuned to the end and I'll tell you how you can contact me. If you're ready to go down the rabbit hole, let's begin. Hi, and thank you for listening to Mystic Stew. My name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium, or intuitive medium, a medium. Um, I've had many experiences, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about extraterrestrials and aliens. Basically, you could say that this is kind of an opinion piece. Uh, I'm going to give you my opinion, but I'm also going to tell you the facts that I know, the things that have happened to me that I saw with my own eyes. We're going to start back to when I was a very young child. I was coming home with my parents, and um, we were just coming home. I don't even know where from. But we got out of the car, and my dad picked me up. I was that small, and it put me over his shoulder, and behind me, I saw a huge, it was a big white, it looked maybe like a shooting star, but it went across the sky. And to preface this, before this has happened, when I was in the car, I kept telling my parents that I wanted to get some toys and play with toys. And they kept saying, no, we'll get them tomorrow. You can get a toy tomorrow and play with. And then we pulled in the driveway and then he picked me up, threw me over the shoulder, and then I saw that light. I saw that light and, and it didn't scare me at all. I thought it was beautiful and it was something I've never seen before and it flew over and I don't recall if anybody else saw it but me but uh, for the sake of this I'm gonna just say that I was the only one and then uh, as we walked up to the door hanging on the door was a plastic bag that had my name on it that said David and my dad goes what's this and grabbed the bag the plastic bag it was like a you know a little grocery bag a plastic grocery bag and inside it were toys and i remember very clearly it was a um jeep like a like in africa you know when they're riding a jeep like people who are hunting animals or so on and so forth and it had two action figures in it it had a man and a woman and then it had some animals with it and my parents said what's this you know how did this get here and I didn't even care I just I, there's toys and they said I could play with them tomorrow they were thinking that somebody you know like one of my aunts or something dropped them off for me but nobody ever came forward and said that they did but they were there so that was my first experience with something odd I mean I don't know if it was extraterrestrials or who it was but somebody got me those toys and to this day I still can't figure out the meaning of why it was those exact toys because I didn't know anything about Africa or hunting animals or safaris or anything like that but the animals were there and I loved the animals so much I was I've always had an affinity for animals and then a few years later on the same thing happened in North Carolina where my uh, mother is from we went down there to visit and my dad everybody went to bed and my dad picked me up and threw me over his shoulder once again to walk me into the bedroom and I behind us there was a man standing in the hallway and this is gonna sound crazy 
but it's true and I remember this being to this day and it's as vivid in my memory as it was back then but he was a tall gentleman and he was reptile looking and this is before I knew anything about reptilians or anything but he was reptile looking and he had a very dark green type skin and I do know he was wearing a it looked like just a, a tunic almost it was almost just like a tunic and it was red and he did have some sort of weapon to his right and he had his hand on it but I remember just staring at him and he just stared back at me and all I could feel was I didn't feel any fear I didn't feel like he wanted to hurt me I didn't feel anything the only thing I knew is that somehow in my head he just pretty much was telling me I'm here and that was it that's all he wanted me to know was that he was there he existed <clears throat> and then I didn't see him for years and years and years again um, later on in my life after a bunch of things happened to me I started uh, you know long story short when it, most of you might have known I, I had died before in 2015 very briefly and then was in a coma for two months and this is about the year within the year after I came home from the coma I started uh, dreaming and seeing these little smaller creatures and I'm not gonna say they were grays because they didn't look like the grays you would see uh, that people paint now or you know or pictures of now they this guy almost looked he was very very skinny and he had a very very small head and I remember talking to him and we were having an actual conversation I remember it so clearly and he was trying to explain to me how things moved and he talked about the physicality of things and uh, you know how you could touch it and what made it so you could actually touch something and your hand wouldn't go through it he was just explaining all kinds of really cool things which I can't remember every detail unfortunately <clears throat> but he did tell me stuff about like his size because I used to think you know what can you do like you look so small and frail and everything and he showed me one of those beings could actually he had a chain tied to a car which was chained to another car chained to another car there's literally about like 30 40 cars and he just touched it with his hand and started to pull and they slowly all started to move and then he actually even dragged them through water he showed me he could drag them through water and lake and then tried to explain to me which I don't understand how that was actually done um, it had something to do with uh, the properties that they would have where they were here are different than the properties we have where we are here and it has a lot to do with not only the physical body but the spiritual body their bodies were different they weren't heavy like ours um, you could see them and you could touch them but they weren't heavy they had a different adaptation to gravity and so on and so forth but anyway those are the things that I've saw now throughout my life too as a child I used to draw triangles all the time I would draw triangles in shapes and I'd put them together and I didn't know why and then I started um, the the word Mandela started coming into my head as a child and I didn't know what a Mandela was and then I started drawing these pictures and it was an adult later on in my life who said oh those are Mandela's you're drawing where did you learn how to draw them and I thought well I didn't I just started drawing them so that was something that was inherently known um, but with the trials and stuff recently 
Um, these aliens, you could say, or the ET life, or we're going to say that, the ET life or the beings in another world have been coming back again and not me seeing them or anything, but you can feel the presence. And we know in the world right now, they've been discovering UFOs and they're starting to leak that out. Uh, it's starting to come out, um, and which is sad because they've been here forever as far as I'm concerned. And that's my opinion. They've been here since the beginning of time with us and they have wanted to make contact. But if you really think about it, would you want to make contact with a race of beings, us, that, that discriminate against each other for their looks and for their religious beliefs and for who they are? I mean, we discriminate on so many levels. It's just too sad. And, you know, in one time, uh, aliens have said that our knowledge, we are pretty much to them like just above snake. I mean, in their eyes, we are just above snake. We really are primitive. Uh, human beings are very primitive in their eyes. So it'd be scary for them to come here. And then for them to teach us the technologies, they're, they don't want us to use them, you know, against each other they they want this planet to be here just as much as we do so they are here and that's what this is about i do believe they're here and i do believe and my prediction was that they're gonna really show themselves by christmas of this year <clears throat> so i'm gonna put that out there which is might be dangerous but who knows it doesn't matter but those triangles i was drawing and this is gonna help explain how i think they get here the triangles i were drawing were of a merkaba I had been drawing those triangles and drawing the Merkaba for years and years, and I had no clue what that meant. And basically, I'm going to give you a little something about what a Merkaba is and why I think they use Merkabas or something like that to get here. Because people always wonder, how do they get here if there's another planet so fast? The Merkaba is, it's a triangle within a triangle. Um, let me see if I can't. A Merkaba is a star. Tetra, tetradone or tetradron, I think that's how you say it, consisting of two interpenetrating three-sided pyramids. <clears throat> so if you can imagine, it's, it's more simply, it's almost like a three-dimensional Star of David, I guess you could say. Um, that would probably be the best way to put it. Uh, Merkaba can balance and it receives the activities between the two sides of your brain. So um, you can train yourself to have those two sides of your brain connected equally. It's all about balance is what it does. Um, the Merkaba assists us in our spiritual growth by connecting us to our higher self. Um, and if you use it in meditation, it connects you to the divine. And you can do that by focusing your energies into a physical Merkaba shaped stone or through intense visualization techniques. Now, to work with that, there's a lot of videos out there, you know, how to do it. But I tell you, it's a practice that takes a very, very, very long time. And I had, I am just starting the practice of it. And it's basically sitting in it and getting that complete balance. Because um, the Merkaba can enable you to feel unconditional love and it can heal yourself. Um, and it gives you a possibility to create harmonious life. It can be programmed to do anything too. Um, it's a tool that can be used to transcend and it activates the protective love of the universe, awakens, heals, transforms on the spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional levels. So I want you to hear that part again.
It can be a tool to be used to transcend and activate the protective love of the universe and awakens, heals, transforms on a spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional level. I do believe you can actually do soul travel through the Merkaba. I'm going to look into that a little bit more, but I'm thinking that's how sometimes they get here if there's no ship or UFO or a device, how they can just show up. And I think it's it's almost to me like it might be teleportation of some port, some point. Um, I am not sure. I cannot uh, give you any hardcore evidence and I apologize, but I think it does. And I think that we should all look into being a bit more open. There's also Stephen Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer, um, if anybody knows about the CE5 uh, experiments, but basically that is um, close encounters of the fifth kind where we initiate contact instead of them initiating contact. We initiate it. And it's been going on for years now. And it's been a hidden secret. And I know there's people out there who don't want to know about it. But I am also, uh, I am starting, I am with a group right now who are going to be doing this and I will fill you in on it when that happens and I'll do podcasts on it. But uh, it's us trying to initiate contact with them, not for the purpose of learning any weaponry, not for the purpose of anything, but to just let them know that there are those of us here who are accepting of any being that comes here and we're not all crazy like our government is. I mean, I think our government is pretty screwed up in a way. Um, that's my personal opinion from what I've seen in, in throughout my lifetime. I never really paid attention to government till the last maybe like 10 years. And in the last 10 years, I thought, oh my gosh, you people are so messed up. But they hide things from people. And I do understand it would make mass panic for a lot of people. Religion would have to change. You know, and people say, David, why would religion change? I'm like, because we would be have to learn stuff we would have other beings that have other views that we've never heard of and they might make more sense than you know i you know, most people know i'm not a big person on religion i just don't follow that bible at all i mean to me it wasn't written by space people it wasn't written by jesus it was written by man or, or interpreted by man it's the same thing if you look at it this way i'm a medium so when i talk to spirits on the other side Basically, I'm interpreting visions and words and everything else and spewing them back out. And I try to be as accurate as I possibly can. And I try to do that by stepping aside and just kind of letting them come through me. You know, you got to be as hollow as you can. And it's the same thing. Uh, and I, I think it was mediums who started writing uh, the actual Bible because they were interpreting the word of God. So, you know, when, when religious people say that mediumship and all that's terrible, it's like, are you kidding me? How do you think your freaking book was written? It was written by people who are listening to the other side. They were listening to that imaginary person. You always tell me that I'm, you know, talking to that imaginary person wrote your Bible and now you're quoting stuff out of it thousands of years later, you know, so shut up. But anyway, um, I think by doing the CE5, and if you ever if you come across anything by Dr. Uh, Greer, um, there's um, The Unacknowledged is a, is a wonderful, wonderful documentary to watch. Any documentaries that he, he does, please watch them if you have any interest whatsoever in extraterrestrials or alien life, because it's amazing. I do believe 
I guess what I'm trying to say with this podcast is that we need to be a bit more open. And if you are initiating contact or trying to initiate contact or want to initiate contact, please do so in the most loving way you can. And I don't mean like the love you learned here. I mean, love is an acceptance of everything because most likely there are a lot of them who don't look like us. And there are a lot of them who look better than us. And we're all basically these come from the same creator. When I've talked to either psychically or in other ways, talk to extraterrestrials, it's always the same. We have the same creator and the same creator just goes by different names, but it's the same source. It's what we would call the divine or God or whatever. It's the same source. They just call it other things. Um, I don't know all the languages, but they do call them other things. And they have been trying to talk to us for a very long time. So if you are interested in that, leave yourself open initiate contact if you ever do that please don't have drugs or guns or anything involved and please don't get high or take peyote or whatever the heck whatever drug is out there to try to connect to them connect to them with your real self with the real brain that's going on because trust me they can see through that they can see through all that crap that you you know you can't pull any crap on them they know they are millions of years ahead of us in their thinking and in what they do Anyway, so that is my little talk on extraterrestrials. Um, Like I said, it's just more of an opinion piece for me. But I do believe that they have been here, they are here, and they will make themselves known when we are ready. And for us to make ourselves ready, please be more open, please be more loving, please stop all this crap about hating people for who they are. I mean... Look at, we have gay people hate straight people, straight people hate gay people, gay and straight people hate black people, black people hate Jewish people, Jewish people hate Chinese people, Chinese people hate Jewish people, people, black people, you know what I mean? We all hate each other for some stupid, stupid reasons. I can't even think of a really good reason why we even bother to hate each other. It's dumb. It's basically on our looks and who we worship. That's it. That's pretty much it. It all comes down to just stupidity. Every one of us is exactly the same the exact same we all come from the same creator and you will all go back to that same creator at some point and i'm not talking about when you leave this world and you go to heaven or whatever you believe in i'm talking like way down the line when you work up to wanting to give yourself back to the creator and lose your identity and just become one again um i don't know of any spirits who have done that yet and but there are millions of course who have but keep looking to the skies keep talking and keep watching and be open and loving to any strange being or person you ever meet because you never know who they are or who they connected to. Thank you for listening to Mystic Stew. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank you once again for listening to Mystic Stew. If you have questions about this episode or if you are interested in extraterrestrials or anything like that or have your own experiences, please write to me at david at theywhispertome.com. If you would like a reading from me as a medium, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. And if you use the code MYSTICSTU2020, I believe it will take off 10%. Follow me on Instagram at MediumDavidHansel. I'm also on TikTok doing lives. And I have a group called The Spirit Experience on Facebook. Thank you so much again for listening. Please follow. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. And if you'd like to be a guest on my show, write to me. 
Thank you once again. Have a great day and keep looking up to the skies.